Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents the 200th broadcast of Military Mom Talk Radio, live on Toganet.com, co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. We'll cover everything military, from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder, navigating government programs, dealing with family issues, to the struggles of deployment, along with being a working mother both in and out of the home. This is Military Mom Talk Radio, and here to help celebrate this landmark show is guest host, author, radio, TV, and keynote speaker, Michael Russer. Hi, and welcome to Military Mom Talk Radio. Folks, today we have a very special show because this is, believe it or not, the 200th show. And we are so pleased to announce that our listeners for this month alone are going to be somewhere around 300,000. That is so amazing. My name is Michael Russer. I am the Managing Director for Go Army Homes, and I am deeply honored to be your host today because I get to interview the two very special ladies who made it all happen. For a little internet radio show that started with just the intention of a mom helping another mom, we have come a long way. In the history of the show, we have never discussed how the show came about, and we would like to open up with that story today. So it is with great pleasure and extremely deep respect that I get to introduce Sandra Beck, our host and creator of Military Mom Talk Radio. Sandra, congratulations to you and Robin on this amazing milestone, and welcome to the other side of the microphone for once. I know it's so hard. I'm chomping at the bit to say something. I'm so used to being in the driver's seat. Now I have to sit there and read the map. (laughs) (laughs) You can be a backseat driver anytime, Sandra. You know, I've got to ask you something. I mean, you and I have known each other for many years, and I never asked you this question before, but what was your initial intention for the show? You know, Michael, I wish I had... You know, these great, great answers for you. But in all reality, I was having lunch with some girlfriends down at Camp Pendleton. And one of them, their husband had just gotten back from Iraq. And she had little kids and I had little kids. And she said, you know, my husband in the middle of the night has nightmares. And last night he choked me. And she showed me the finger marks on her neck. And She said she went to find some information about this thing, you know, that they are talking about, this post-traumatic stress disorder. Because, you know, five years ago, we didn't know what we know today, and it wasn't all over the news. And she handed me this piece of paper that was photocopied from a textbook, and she said, you know, Stan, you went to college, a lot of college. I was hoping you could read this and tell me what it meant. And, you know, Michael, my heart dropped, and I thought... If this is what our delivery system is right now for information, this is all we can do. And I'm not knocking the military. I know we're a big system. I know we have our our difficulties. But all I thought was, what could I do? Because if my friend is out there struggling with this, I know there's lots more moms out there going through the same thing. 
And um, my intent at that time was just to get information into the hands of the military moms. And, you know, I, I drove for two hours on the freeway making calls, you know, trying to figure things out. And it came to me that Internet radio, with its ability to be downloaded into a podcast and delivered anywhere in the world through email, through all these different systems, would be the way to go. And my intention really was just to help my friend. Wow. Well, it, clearly you have helped not only her, but uh, literally hundreds of thousands of others uh, each month, given the numbers that I've heard in terms of the download. You know, the, the numbers, and, and you know I'm on the radio a lot being interviewed, and I, I see some of the, the market that these other radio shows receive, and it's nothing compared to what you and Robin have been able to generate, and it just keeps growing bigger and bigger. You know, <laughs> How, how did you ever expect it to be like this? And how has it exceeded your expectations? Oh, n never, Michael. I thought I would stink and they would bum me off the air. I mean, <laughs> really, I was sweating bullets the first show, even though I went to journalism school and I studied this. It had been 15 years before, you know, since I'd been either in front of or behind a camera or in this case, a recording device, you know. So, no, I, you know, I had, I, I thought, I'd crash and burn, you know, and my first show wasn't the greatest, um, you know, we all get better. I was scared to death. And, um, you know, it's interesting, Michael, that you say about the numbers, because I was talking to a friend of mine this weekend, the coach of my kids' base um, soccer team, Pete Zorba. He's a Marine, and he's got two deployment kids, meaning kids that were born while he was on deployment. And he said to me, you know, Sam, 10 years ago, you know, most people didn't know anybody who served in active duty combat. Most people didn't know, have a family member. But, you know, 11 years into this war, it's very rare that you meet somebody that doesn't have a friend or a family member or a child or a cousin or somebody. We are so touched by this war as a country. Um, it's not surprising to me when he said that. That's what he attributed the downloads for the numbers, the high number of listeners for this show well clearly you and Robin are touching a lot of people and it's just a testament to your dedication your authenticity and your genuine concern because it, regardless of how it started out uh, you know as you said we all start out a little bumpy as we get to learn the ropes and you have clearly gotten really good at this, uh, both of you. And, and the impact that you have had on so many lives out there. And, you know, I, I see the sacrifices that these families make. And it, I think that uh, the general public just doesn't really get it uh, as much as they could. And it is this show, shows just like this. Uh, but especially this show that brings that to the forefront and and not only brings the awareness to the general public, I think, but also, more importantly, you bring comfort and support to those who are living it. And so I just want to tip my hat to both of you. What an amazing, amazing ride and story. 
And you do have a uh, cohort in all of this, uh, Robin Boyd. She joined the show in the early years and has been a regular co-host ever since. Robin, you know, congratulations to you as well. And welcome. Thanks. I enjoy this so much. But I, too, my husband is a veteran, and um, the the, uh, collateral material hasn't changed all that much um, from when Sandra was saying that her friend came home with that Xeroxed piece of paper. So knowing that across the board there are needs and there are... um, the, the requests from so many family members. Sometimes you've got your uh, family support and your, your family um, resource people, but having the ability to network like this is really wonderful. And we are just so grateful uh, to have this opportunity. So, Robin, I'm kind of curious, how did you get involved with the show? I mean, what was the mechanism? I mean, what, what happened? Well, I've worked for Sandra's company for a number of years, and I don't know that she was aware that I had a communications back uh, minor. So when um, Not she till first... today, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. I've told you. <laughs> I had a minor in communications, but my intent in college was right when um, children's media was blossoming, right when Sesame Street was starting and the children's television workshop was just launching and that was why I had begun my interest in communications. And of course things took a different turn. I did go into education, but I am married to a veteran. And so there have always been military connections, military needs, uh, and as a veteran, To this day, we are still connected to the VA, and there are many reasons why it is important for this kind of networking. Oh, absolutely. And what a great story. You know, uh, Robin, I know Sandra has her view of, you know, where she started and and how it grew. What about you? I mean, did you ever suspect it would grow to this size? <laughs> it was, um, you know, I did not. I think it was, um, it was a surprise to me to have internet radio to be as large as it is. I think realizing public radio and um, over the air broadcasting has its place, and my son is in in radio as well. I wasn't aware of the impact that internet radio could and does have. And I'm so proud to be a part of this particular network. Toginet has, uh, is an incredibly professional organization and their, um, ability to reach as many audiences as they do across the board their shows are just top notch and to be included in such a lineup is really a privilege for us um totally uh surprised that that we would come to to be a part of Toganet. oh yeah absolutely well let's hold that thought because we've got a Toganet commercial break coming up And I'm with uh, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd, co-hosts of the phenomenally successful Military Mom Talk Radio, and we'll be right on back.
like to congratulate Sandra, Robin, and everyone at Military Mom Talk Radio on their 200th show. As the CEO of MilitaryConnection.com, I know how vital it is for the families of those who serve to stay informed. By providing them with information and resources, these families feel our support and know that we are grateful for their sacrifices. I wish you continued success on your next 200. From Debbie Gregory of Military Connection. Congrats on the 200th show of Military Mom Talk Radio. Many thanks to Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd for having me on the show. You ladies make me better than I am. Here's to 200 more shows. Talk on. Kathleen Rogers, author of The Final Salute and the forthcoming Johnny Come Lately. God bless the USA. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Well, welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio and its 200th anniversary show. I, I still can't believe that. That is so amazing. You know, Sandra, you were speaking early about, earlier about how, to, how the whole show got started from a very humble beginnings with just a thought. And it took off to become a, a, an incredibly large and impactful uh, show that, uh, that is helpful so, for so many military families and uh, those interested in supporting the military. But there's another component to this. This is, you know, how did you get involved with TogiNet, and, which is obviously a very big part of this uh, and part of the success? How did that all come about? Michael, it was really, you know, a gift from God because I was doing a little show for them at the time, Motherhood Talk Radio, and, you know, no great shakes, just, you know, cutting my teeth with, you know, with that kind of experience. And um, it was a mom show, so I was really comfortable with being able to talk about that stuff. And when I was on the 405 driving home from Camp Pendleton, you know, it's about a three-hour ride to my house – one of the calls I made was to TogiNet Radio. And what was interesting was when I, I, I was preparing my pitch, you know, the whole drive up, I'm like, okay, how am I going to pitch it? How am I going to position it? You know, who's my market? I'm, I'm going through all these things. Before I could get this out, the owners of TogiNet said, yes, of course, when can you start? This is very important. This is vital. And I, I, I couldn't even, I haven't even conceptualized the whole show yet. And I'm like, you guys, like, why are you jumping all over this? Is this like, you know, that jingoistic, I'm going to be the Dixie Chicks and, you know, jump all over stuff um, kind of mentality? And they said, no, we have a solid military presence within our own Togi family. And I just want to read a couple things off here. George Stevenson uh, served at Fort Carson. Kevin West, one of the owners, is from the uh, Air Force. He served at the Air Force Academy in Colorado Springs. His wife, Angie, uh, her dad is retired Army. Both of her brothers served in the Army. And then my buddy over there, Scott, this is like the best thing. Scott's got the 
funniest story about his uh, military uh, involvement as a young boy. Uh, there's someone who reprimanded you, Scott, and you just got to share this with the <laughs> listeners. Sandra, thank you for inviting me on. Uh, Michael and, and Robin, what a pleasure to uh, celebrate this, uh, this, this event here today. And Oh boy, a, uh, try to make a long story short. No, I, uh, I grew up, uh, which is going to start dating me in the 50s and 60s, and, and my dad worked at Edwards Air Force Base, which is an uh, Air Force Base that Sandra is very familiar with. And uh, growing up, uh, there was a group of these young uh, flight instructors, these test pilots that used to build homemade motorbikes, something else to do when they're not uh, flying. And we used to take those uh, homemade motorbikes and go up to the top of the Sierra Nevada mountains and go trout fishing. Well, being 810, I was all for uh, following the big boys. And um, so as they would venture off in the top of the Sierra Nevada mountains, they would uh, bring along refreshments and uh, in the form of maybe a jug of wine that they'd let cool in the uh, clear mountain spring. So the, uh, the gentleman that was guarding uh, the bottle of wine, wasn't guarding, he was actually fishing, was um, then a colonel, but General Chuck Yeager. So um, this 10, 11-year-old boy, me, Scott Frazier, decides I'm going to take a sip of this red wine. So I uh, climb up over the little ridge and go down to the nice cool stream and I open this bottle and I'm taking a chug-a-lug when I turn around and see a boot coming at me and it was uh, Chuck Yeager grabbing me by the shoulders, picking me up out of the stream and I actually got the chance to get my butt kicked by Chuck Yeager. <laughs> so that's my, that's my claim you know, to fame of getting my butt kicked by Chuck Yeager. You know, Scott, it's interesting you tell that story because I, I had the opportunity to uh, go salmon fishing with Chuck Yeager oh my a few years ago. And he's an amazing guy. He is amazing. And very, very opinionated. But we'll just leave it at that. And uh, But he's an amazing, amazing human being. And, and your story reminds me of the time of um, how I had my first introduction at with beer uh, when I was quite young, and to this day, I cannot even get close to smelling it without getting ill. So we'll just leave that one at that, too. Oh, that is something else. Well, uh, so, Michael, it, it, it was an opportunity to, to, to watch all that went on in the Air Force and having the opportunity to get to know people like that and, and uh, a great uh, uh, opportunity to, to know Chuck Yeager and hear his stories of uh, his patriotism and his flights and whatnot. So, Sandra, thank you for allowing me to be a part of this, allowing TogiNet to be able to support you and all that uh, that you're doing and all the team's doing and, and the uh, be able to get the voice out and, and talk to people around the world. You know, Scott, I got a quick question for you. Did you ever, ever think this show would get to be this big? No, no. As we look at all of our shows, uh, it, it's... Uh, on the surface, no, I wouldn't think that. But as we look in, what we're talking about today is the uh, the military family that's global, that's that's reaching around the world. My son-in-law was a uh, a Marine and spent uh, 16 months in, in Iraq, and and the stories are out there. The 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 family members, the individuals that are connected to the military is huge, and so our opportunity to to serve by helping uh, voices like Sandra communicate to the uh, the families and the rest of the world what uh, what life is like in the military is just a just an opportunity that we couldn't pa pass up thank you Sandra oh. 
My pleasure, you guys. It's just been great. It's been a great ride. You know, Sandra and Robin, something extraordinary happened this summer. Why don't you share just what that is? Go ahead, San. Oh, okay. Well, you know, in this day and age with people broke and living, you know, just within their means, Robin and I live on separate parts of the coast. And in, I don't know, 12 or 15 years, I can't even remember, we have never met in person. We've talked on the phone. You know, we've been on this show every week. We've worked together on, I don't know how many projects over the years. She's a virtual assistant. I own a virtual assistant company. And we got to meet this summer for the very (laughs) first time in over a decade. It was remarkable. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's, you know, it's funny because I know you two are very, very close and deep friends. And I know what that's like because I've had virtual assistants I that had supported me very powerfully through some of my career. And I finally got to meet them. And in fact, uh, this particular one's name is Robin also, but with an I instead of a Y. And uh, she's on the East Coast. In fact, uh, Sandra, you know Robin. She lives not too far from your dad in the Finger Lakes region. And I, it got to the point where I didn't even know, want to know what she looked like. So she, <laughs> she took a picture of her of herself with a bag over her head with the eyes cut out. And so she was, uh, and because I didn't want to know what she looked like. And I, I said, don't tell me what you look like because I, I really enjoy working with you. <laughs> and, and we actually got to meet at a conference and, uh, and, and people couldn't believe that we had been working together for almost seven years and had never met. But that's the power of the world of the connected world we live in today. Oh my God, that's so awesome! I bet you guys just had a great time. Yeah, we stood and cried for a few minutes, and then we hugged, and then we cried again, and then we hugged. But I think what's so remarkable too is the power of virtual connections, and whether somebody is overseas, whether somebody is in California, whether somebody is in Montana, New Hampshire, Florida. The voice on the other end of the phone is that voice that somebody needs when their loved one is deployed, when they don't know the resources to go to, when they're just nervous and need to know somebody else is there. And if anything, I think the power of our show has been to let people realize that there are resources, that there is a voice, that there is a loved one. Even if you've never physically touched, that loved one loved one is there in their hearts as well. And um, deployments are very difficult. And even the challenges in reintegration are very difficult. So I think there again, (laughs) we are living proof that um, a virtual relationship is a very strong one. And therefore, our show is, in fact, a strong one. Exactly. I was going to second that. In, In a sense, you have created a massive virtual family that are inter-supportive, inter-collaborative, and it's just an amazing thing. And clearly it's working. Otherwise, you wouldn't have the the following that you do. Now, I know you folks have plenty of anecdotes about the show, and we're going to get right to that as soon as we come back from these messages from Toginet. So hang on.
How exciting. Your 200th show. Sandra, you've been such an inspiration to so many people, especially the military moms. Whenever you've experienced hard times, you've shown the world the importance of being resilient and giving back to others. Congratulations on your 200th show, Sandra. Warm regards from Josephine Jirasi, founder and president of My Mom Knows Best, Inc. Congratulations on passing such an important milestone and for the tremendous success of Military Mom Talk Radio. You're providing such valuable support and a truly beneficial service for the military community. And I thank you for that. Having been a military wife for more than 20 years, I especially thank you for all that you do to provide much-needed current information to military families. I wish you had been around when I was a military wife. I'm honored to have been a guest on Military Mom Talk Radio and wish you more and more success in the future. Warmly from Judy Brizendine, author, Stunned by Grief and Stunned by Grief Journal. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. All right, welcome everybody back to Military Mom Talk Radio and its 200th anniversary show. Wow, that is so amazing. You know, in 200 shows, Robin and Sandra, I am sure you've had your share of anecdotes. And the first thing I'd love to hear about were, you know, what were some of the funniest moments you ran into uh, doing, while doing this show? Do you have one to lead off, Sam? I do. I got one that's going to be, you know, tough to tough to top. It's the one with um, First Sergeant Hoffman, and uh, he agreed to do a, a two-part program with us on wounded warriors and how how people can get involved, what they do. You know, not necessarily the charity aspect of it, but the actual user aspect. And so, this poor guy is over at Camp Pendleton, and he's trying to find a secure, quiet location. Well, the first location, you know, we open the show, and he's on commercial break. He's running, running, running. And I said, Michael, what are you doing? He's like, it's too noisy here. I keep having to mute, and I can't, I can't concentrate. I'm in my car. I'm driving into a field. I'm going to get an open field, and it's going to be quiet. He gets out there, and then I... In the chat room, I'm going, Michael, what's that noise behind you? He's like, Sam, it's 105 degrees out. I'm sitting in the sun. There's no shade. I have to turn the air conditioning on. And, you know, otherwise I'm going to die in here. So I say, go ahead. Just open the windows, you know, but you can't run the air conditioning. It's too hot. We're still on the air, and they decide to do helicopter maneuvers about 500 feet away from the car. <laughs> that guy could not win for losing to try to get a quiet, secure location to teach us, you know, how to get into the, um, how to use the Wounded Warriors programs, you know, to the user advantage. And that, that to me, was the funniest show. 
Well, you know, that's a whole new level of what I would call sweating the interview, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I can, you know, I so visualize that. I can appreciate that. Yeah, and the militaries, yeah, we can do it. You know, we can do it. We'll figure a way. <laughs> right. No matter how uncomfortable it is. <laughs> and you were similar to that, San. Remember one day you did the show from your cell phone on the side of the highway because you were stuck in a traffic jam. Oh, that was, yeah, that was, I was on, uh, I forget what freeway I was on, but it was a five or six lane freeway and a Chuck had jackknifed in front of me. And I'm looking at the time, looking at the time going, <laughs> all right, well, I'm going to pull over. And the same thing, no shade, hundred degrees out, you know, cars honking. And I'm, you know, I'm talking with my finger on the mute button. So the minute <laughs> I finish talking, I can mute. Then I like roll the window down and, <gasps> you know, get some air and then go back for more. Uh, uh, Robin, how about you? What were some of the funniest moments for you? Well, I love the scramble, the last minute scramble, because being live radio, we oftentimes have either a cancellation or somebody we can't get on the cell phone. So we always happen to have <laughs> either the our veteran correspondent on, on hold or we'll have a lot of uh, dialogue to punt with. Uh, we usually have scoured the internet prior to so that we can do some fill i think that's always fun and and i think it's always fun when you're doing two shows because it's really hard to go to break when you're um giving the perk to the other show (laughs) we've both done that (laughs) oh yeah we've closed the wrong show and my favorite is these the thing that kills me is the acronyms you know it's like Mm. this is ollie from nacra and it was like I can't, something, National Association of Child Care or DODEA, you know, for the mm-hmm. Department of Defense Education. My God, Rob, we have a million of these acronyms. Everybody who comes on. Do you remember when the guy from the Pentagon came on and his, his, um, he was talking about that computer program that, and it didn't work? <laughs> that was really funny. It was funny for me. It wasn't funny for him. It wasn't funny for him, but Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Now, you know, this kind of segues into my my next thought here. And, you know, these these are, you know, incredibly uh, funny and and heartwarming anecdotes and uh, uh, something almost out of Keystone Cops at times. But what were some of the hardest moments in conducting this show? Because I know that there had to be some some challenges from time to time. Rob, I'm going to answer that one. I think it's that PTSD show that we canned. Um, It aired live, and we chose not to run it again. Uh, We had a young man come on and talk about being shot six times by an AK-47, and then we couldn't get him back on the air. And uh, that was the most frightening uh, experience probably of my one of my most frightening ones of my adult life because we couldn't get him back we didn't know what happened to him we found out later that his wife went home and got him and, and got him into care uh, but that that to me was the worst moment on the air ever we do touch some very sensitive issues and um, that's I think the, the difficult we've we've done some live readings that have been difficult to get through and I don't think either Santa or I are embarrassed to say that we have just started tearing up on the air I mean there's there are times that we are touched by the people who we are talking with or uh, the the content that the, the our guests have given us it's very moving but there again, the, so is what the military family deals with every single day. 
you know, I think you've just identified one of the success secrets of this show. It is so much more than the content of what you give, which is extraordinary in itself. But it's clear to me, having been on the show several times, and certainly to the hundreds of thousands of people, families that have downloaded this, that you two are able to connect at a very, very deep level. And you're, ob- you're obviously touching their hearts uh, and, and, and in addition to giving them useful information. You know, lots of shows give useful information, but you do something that very few shows do, and that you, you really touch their hearts. And I just want to acknowledge both of you uh, for something that is so rare and so important, especially when it comes to supporting our fighting men and women and the families behind them. Thank you, Michael. We both try very hard to find things. We reach out. We love getting the emails, the letters. When we're connected with some of our listeners by that the comments that come in, it gives us the fuel to turn around and say, oh, we're getting comments about this or we're getting email about that. This is someone or something that we've got to bring on. And that is... Um, as as we have heard in some of the commercial breaks, uh, the the testimonies that we are hearing are so valuable to us, and we we will venture forth in the next two hundred uh, with a lot of that fuel. So, oh yeah, and and that kind of brings up a question, uh, Sandra. I'd like you to address what is perhaps the most poignant comment or response you've gotten from the listening audience? And I know you get tons, both of you do, but what was the one that touched you the most deeply? The one that touches me the most deeply, Michael, I actually get quite a lot. I know that sounds really weird, but I hear the same thing over and over and it touches me every time. Um, I have moms, and when we talk about moms, we're talking moms of soldiers, moms of uh, soldiers, children's, They can be grandmas, they can be aunts, they can be girlfriends. You know, we use the term military mom, but they're really uh, anybody who loves a service man or woman. And they tell me that they listen to my show at the middle of the night when they can't sleep. You know, they wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning. They don't know if their son or their daughter or their husband or their friend is alive or dead, especially those seeing active duty combat. And they go on and they download a show and they listen and they listen to me and Robin talk and they laugh and they cry and they learn something or they just they just feel that they're not alone. And um, Marcella Stretch of Pods, that's a Facebook group that has been really supportive of us, uh, you know, sent over uh, to things of that effect that that we're not alone. And they can listen to us anywhere in the world, 24-7, just by downloading or live streaming someone who understands. And that's, 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 that's why we're here. That's the most important thing that I've taken away from this experience, that I've helped people not feel alone. Yeah, that is so 
so powerful. You know, I, I think we, in, in this kind of a medium, you end up touching people in ways that, uh, if, if, if you're getting responses from these people, uh, imagine how many feel the same way, but haven't, you know, they're shy about actually reaching out and telling you how, how, how powerfully you impacted them. So my hat's off to both of you for that. Now, when we come back from the break, I want to hear all about the dynamics of how it's what it's like to work you know with each other as co-hosts because that's not always an easy task. So uh, stay tuned, stay with us, and we'll be back shortly. It was my privilege in 2008 to give testimony before Congress for the needs of military families, and it has been a privilege to be asked by Sandy and Robin to be a frequent guest on Military Mom Talk Radio. Men and women don't go to war. Families go to war, and as a result, there are many military mothers. They include mothers who have to leave their children to serve, mothers of the men and women who serve, and military spouses who hold on to their children and the life at home while their partners serve. I want to thank all of you for your service. From Dr. Susan B. Phillips, psychologist, host of the podcast radio show Psych Up, and author of the book Healing Together, A Couple's Guide for Coping with Trauma and Post-Traumatic Stress. To Sandy and the Military Mom Talk radio team, thank you for your extraordinary service to a very special audience, Military Moms. As a Marine mom myself... I greatly appreciate the importance of creating a community among military moms. No one else can understand our unique set of concerns, fears, worries, and even humor. There is a reason that warriors come from warriors. We must remain steadfast and show only strength to the outside world. Only with each other can we share our true selves. Sandy, you and your team provide the safe haven for so many of us military moms. Thank you for 200 episodes of Sanity Checks, filled with education and laughter. All best wishes for thousands of more shows. Fondly, Carolyn Blaschek, founder, Operation Gratitude. Congratulations, Military Mom Talk Radio. As a professional counselor, I am thrilled that there is a great resource like this for moms who are doing all they can to be the very best parent for their child. Keep up the great work and your dedication to giving practical advice and offering relevant guests that help moms in their quest to help their developing children. I'm proud to have been a part of your journey. Dr. Kevin Hull, licensed counselor and author of Bridge Building, creating connection and relationship between parents of children, adolescents on the autism spectrum. From Linda Franklin, the founder of Shining Service Worldwide, congratulations Sandra and Robin on your 200th show. This show is a gem because it provides information so necessary for military families to thrive. 
The guests from both the public and private sector share resources, inspiration, and personal experiences that help ease the heavy load so many of our military moms are carrying. Here's to the next 200 episodes. Brava! San, you and your family's connection with the military was one of my biggest inspirations for my annual pro bono work with Coalition to Support America's Heroes for Wounded Warriors. You gave the military a face and a soul that I could connect with, and this will be my eighth year talking about sexuality, relationships, and quality of life to these warriors and their partners. You organize yearly a Toys for Tots through the Marines and get your friends to paint faces on kids at events. Actually, you raise being a mom to an art, be it a military mom, a mom that takes her kids on adventures, or a mom who will do whatever is necessary to take care of her boys. Glad to share this ride with you. From Lou Paget, CEO, President of Frankly Speaking Inc., Beverly Hills, California. Hi, this is Stephen Boyd, veteran correspondent from Military Mom Talk Radio. I began covering stories for the show last year, and my interest in contributing to the show has been due to the benefits I've seen this program accomplish over the years. Military families have very unique needs, and finding resources that are accustomed to the military are not as easy to find as one might expect. Sandra and Robin have brought experts in their field authors of publications by and for the military, and networked military spouses, giving them assurance that they are not alone in this journey. Congratulations on this milestone, ladies, and continued success in your shows to come. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio, everyone. And it's 200th episode. I still can't get over that, how how incredible that is and how it just keeps accelerating and its impact. All right. So before we, just before we left for the break, I, uh, I suggested that the listeners might really like to hear, you know, what it's like for you two to be co-hosts with each other, because that's not always an easy job. I mean, it takes two very special personalities to be able to sync like that. So I'll let Whichever one of you want to take the lead on that one. Oh, I'm going to take this one. You know I will, Robin. Um, I think the thing that that makes Robin and I so successful in our friendship, in our work relationship, is 
Robin knows so much more than I do. And I can just go, Robin, what do we do? Robin, how do we figure this out? Robin. And then she'll give me, you know, the, the answer. And then I'll say, well, what about this? And then she'll say, oh, that's a good idea. Let's add that on. So instead of there being a competition, we have really different skill sets. And I think a really big mutual respect for each other. And the other thing that makes it work is Robin puts up with my temper tantrums, my meltdowns, my wacky ideas, and my falling apart on the air. So she glues me back together off the air on a regular basis, and I think that's our secret. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's one opinion, Robin. What's yours? Oh, Sandra, I love you. And yes, I think there is that mutual respect because Sandra has such an incredible um, reach for her career. It is an incredible career. She has so many talents as far as brand strategies and for internet uh, marketing. All of those things are so strong that when uh, and that's the beauty of it is that our skills are uh, complementary, not competitive, like Sam was saying. Uh, the things that I can do for her and she can do for the show is just um, that's where I think we do have such a great relationship. Oh, well, and yeah. we like each other, Michael. You know, that's the thing. It's that like- helps. Yeah, it really does help. Like, you know, when we're not on the air, you know, we did this thing last year when it was raining one time and I had hot chocolate and it was snowing back there. And uh, we sat on Skype, the two of us, you know, looking at each other, just shooting the shit. Like it was, you know, there was nothing urgent. We weren't planning. We weren't strategizing. We're like, oh, what are you going to wear to this wedding? And oh, well, I have this date and this is what happened. And, you know, I think when you really genuinely like the person, it's easy. It's almost a crime what we do because it's so much fun to do this with Robin. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can see that. And and you two are definitely complimentary. Uh, you have very different personalities, very different strengths, and and but they totally complement each other. And, but I, there's got to have been some times, though, when when you're on the show, you know, and all of a sudden you're not sure which one's going to take the lead and, 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 and so on. <laughs> have you ever gotten into a situation like that where you end up kind of like in a talking traffic jam? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, Robin. We got a traffic traffic jam. <laughs> uh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we ended up making a deal where I open, she closes, and then we use the chat to try to take turns because I can be a big mouth like I am now and take over the whole show. Or, you, Sandra, or neither on. one of us will talk and we'll have dead air. Dead air. Dead air. Dead air. And I could almost hear you both thinking, okay, is she going to pick it up? Is she going to pick it up? What am I going to have to do? Oh, my God. You know, you know what it's like? Robin knows when I don't like a guest. Like, there's only been a few of them over the years that I really don't like. And I'm immature and selfish and small that way where I don't want to talk even though <laughs> I'm the host of the show. And Robin will come in with her therapy voice and she'll just make it all better. And then I'll still sit and sulk, make a few snarky jokes, and then <laughs> we get out of the segment. Both of us, I, I, I have a busy household here. It's, we'll have to say in the chat, I'm on mute and cover me, or I, I've got to run to the bathroom, or we've had those, those things happen too. And I think that's always wonderful when you know the other person's got your back. And boy, isn't that um, the same 
Well, and you did. You had my back, Rob, and that day I ran into the bathroom and I forgot I had my headset, my Bluetooth on, (laughs) and I look in the chat and I'm like, I hear, Sam, are you peeing? And I'm like, I gotta mute that. (laughs) Because you're you're under the gun, and when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, at least you didn't blush for crying out loud. I mean, boy. <laughs> well, there again, this is a testament to a busy mom. Both of us are busy moms. And even though my children are adults now, I'm still a busy person. This is where we are relating to many of the people listening in because we are fitting in a lot of things in our lives and how do we manage that? What do we do? Something that we do, maybe somebody else might need that um, that comfort that, oh yeah, okay, if she can do that, then maybe I'll try that. There again, it's just moms relating to moms. Yeah, I don't see you two sitting around eating bonbons all day waiting for the show to happen and then just go on the show and go back eating the bonbons. No, I... I <laughs> I know. No, it's more like, very, where, very is she? where is she? Two minutes to air, I blow in, you know, with my headset on. I'm like, I'm here. And then take a breath and go. I don't want to give anybody the thought that we don't do a lot of prep. We certainly do do a lot of prep. There's a lot of prep that goes into our show, whether it means reading the books before our authors come on, whether it means uh, finding the background to some, a lot of people send us links. Oh, this is a great link. Check it out. But there's a lot of times that we might review something and say, you know, this isn't really meeting our audience's needs. And I think there is where we really take pride in what we deliver because we're not just throwing stuff on. On. We really care about what we deliver, what we say, um, and that's important. Well, and it's such a wide range of topics, like what people don't understand, you know, because I'm the biggest, when I make jokes when I don't know what the topic is or I don't know what to say or, or I'm bored or I just feel like it. Because here's the thing, we can do a show on a P-38. Is that a gun or a plane? We can do a show on PTSD. Well, that requires a medical de- you know, degree to really understand it. Or we can talk about military potlucks. You know, any one of those three things could be on any show at any given time. So we've got to do a lot of research, especially Especially with some of these um, topics that that Lincoln guy that was on, you know, the guy talking about the Abraham Lincoln book. I haven't studied Abraham Lincoln since the fourth grade. So, you know, when Rob and I come and do these shows, Michael, we have to like, it's like all the cramming I did in college has finally paid off. Let's just say it that way. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, but yeah, well, you would never, I've been on your show a number of times and you would never, I, I never thought that. You know, she just showed up two minutes prior and is kind of getting her act together here. No, I mean, it's it's always been so professional. And and I, I am breathing a sigh of relief that I didn't, uh, you know, I, I didn't hear any of the snarky snuff that you talked about. So hopefully I wasn't one of those uh, guests that you <laughs> No, we talked about you after we were off. <laughs> ah, that explains a lot, yes. <laughs> well, you know, I, I know that, um, that this show is more than just you two that that there's though you're obviously the lifeblood of it you're the heartbeat of it but there's a lot of people that uh that that were you know like toginet that uh that had a lot to do with the success of the show and and uh, in the last few minutes that we have uh remaining uh, maybe you want to take uh, some of those and just uh, share with folks who these who these people are Rob, you have to do it because I get the names wrong. I get their ranks wrong. You know, I'm notorious for that. So we're going to let Robin do that because she's detail-oriented and we'll get it right. 
Well, the first person I want to say thank you to is a gentleman named Joe Karras. He is a broadcaster. He now he was on the East Coast, but now is from Deming, New Mexico. He is our voice that welcomes us every week and bumps us out to our commercials and says thank you uh, at the end of every show. He uh, did this complimentary to Military Mom Talk Radio, and we appreciate his talent. Um, over the this last year, we've had Stephen Boyd as our veteran correspondent. We're appreciative of him uh, getting out and bringing some interesting people and uh, locations to us. Thank you, Stephen, for that. I also want to thank Ross Boyd for uh, helping us with some of the testimonies that you've heard during the show, as well as the musical talent that you have heard in the background for much of this particular show and others. When I need a voice, when I do a voiceover and I need some background music, (laughs) I go to that folder in a computer that has a lot of music by Ross M. Boyd, a very talented man, sound engineer, and uh, a talent here on New Hampshire Public Radio. Oh, that is so nice that you acknowledge them, and I know they feel honored to be part of this. Well, Hey, Michael, I got one last uh, person to acknowledge, or two people to acknowledge. I would like to thank my kids, Max and Zach, because my show interrupts with their pickup and drop-off with school. I'm often reading military mom stuff for the show at their soccer practices. You know, I'm running around like a lunatic, and they are so patient and proud of me, and I just want to thank them because they're 8 and, or I guess now they're 8 and 11, and they've been on the show since they were little guys, you know, over the span of five years, and, you know, thank you guys for supporting me i know you're my kids and you're not support supposed to support mom but you do and you know that rocks oh that is so awesome and And i know that our deep thanks to toganet absolutely well sandra and robin it is the end of the line for the 200th show and the beginning of the next 200 and i just want to acknowledge both of you for being two very remarkable women who have made and continue to make a just an enormous contribution to our fighting men and women and the families that support them. Thank you, both of you, for what you do. You are both incredible. Thank you, Michael. And thanks to all who have served our country in the past, are serving now, and who hopefully will be inspired to be our next generation to serve. All right, folks, there you have it. That is the 200th episode of Military Mom Talk Radio. Be sure to come back for 201 and the next 199 after that. Thank you and have a wonderful day. Thank you for being part of Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com with Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here each week to provide a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. For more information on the show or Sandra and Robin, go to militarymomtalkradio.com. This is their mission 
Helping Military Moms. So join us again next Monday for Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd, Monday afternoons, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, on Toginet. <laughs>